0: Do we have a number? 38, right? Yeah, but do we have like
1: a number?
2: Oh, a guy. Oh, S- yeah, it's David Gillen. Oh. Todd Gillen.
1: NASCAR 38.
2: Oh, uh, 38 Elliot so. Sadler. I
3: like Who Elliot Sadler. Who has Saddler the most verse. starts? Uh, let- like
2: David. Sadler. Oh, really? Holy no, fuck, David. 243. Then Elliot's behind I go with Elliot because he really was the true He actually won in the car. Uh, <laughs> he was also the um he he ran that car under Yates the longest. Which when it was relevant is the Eminem's car. Yates. Yates <laughs> Then David took it over and drove in the you. ground. What? Hold
0: on. I did know. Like, oh, Bucky's, dude. Yeah, ripping. Yeah,
2: but there's like a Bucky's, like, it. a mile down the street from me, and it's fucking annoying.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know they had them in Bama. You live in one of those places that has a Bucky's? I'm sorry.
3: One of those yes. h- highway cities. Those- dude, they released 10 more stores in Oklahoma. Still don't get one. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, you don't want one. <laughs> Man, I went to that one in Tennessee. It was the bomb. A monkey's some, like a convenience the, store. It's, no, here's the oh, It's the, the world's problem. largest convenience, it's
0: store. The <laughs> convenience store. Oh, here's there you the no, problem. <laughs>
2: having it in your town It's you can't go there because every freaking time you're just trying to run in and grab something, it's like 40 minutes just to get to the damn fucking store. What
3: do you yeah. mean try to run in and grab stuff? Don't you understand? It's you like a little Buc- strip mall. <laughs> it's a little strip mall. Like they have decorations. They got T-shirts. I'm wearing one right now. You want to buy a they candle? Got- yeah I'm sitting at the beef man. Turkey
2: how about i'm some at play? the fucking racetrack and i'm like oh i need some ice i'll just run down here to bucky's and grab some fucking ice
0: oh yeah, yeah. right dude i know better yeah. than that
1: <laughs> you'd be better off <laughs> all right for the uncultured can someone tell me what bucky's is okay <laughs> bucky's oh, look it up man it's B- a U- massive C-C- space ee
0: bucky's uh, it, i love it because all the formula one drivers always talk about it when they come to austin they're like we went to bucky's it was crazy uh, so Bucky's is like the world's largest convenience store, and yeah, the one like, in Tennessee. They have like yeah.
2: hundred and fifty gas pumps at every Bucky's.
0: Yeah, like there's <laughs> <What>? three. There's <laughs> yes. three within four hours of me, and they all have like hundred and fifty gas pumps. It's like a it's like a Walmart sized oh, gas what station. Oh <laughs> And that fucking squirrel beaver <laughs> thing is their mascot. It's Bucky and, the Beaver. And it's a cult. They have Bucky fucking shirts, hats. Oh yeah, and right, the trucks.
3: Here. <laughs> right here, Antonio. I got you, bro. Uh,
1: that's so funny. Y'all gotta send me one. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> <to>. <laughs> no. And but Levi's
0: from Oklahoma, so loves is like the Oklahoma thing. Oh, it's nowhere near, bro. The bathrooms know, but, are always trash.
3: Yeah, but they have CB oh.
0: ra- CB radios and charging cords, and they got swords. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> and everything smells like caramel for some reason. <laughs> but besides
0: that, it's Welcome not Welcome to Oklahoma. That's yeah. how I know I'm in Oklahoma. Is there's a bunch of loves, and,
2: <laughs> and they all sell swords. <laughs> if you're towing with a diesel and a trailer, you like for towing. You have to have a trailer, a big trailer. Don't go to Bucky's, go to Love's. The bathrooms aren't as clean, but it's a lot easier to drive a freaking truck and trailer into a Love's than it is
3: a Bucky's. Bucky's still worth it. Those are the cleanest damn bathrooms. Those Beaver Nuggets are fire, (laughs) dude. That wall of beef jerky, I'm telling you. Anyways, anyways, Uh, I'll tell you what, man. They got those. I'll give
2: it. The beef jerky is freaking phenomenal. They sell those little cups
0: uh, with the beef jerky and the cheese and pretzels and oh,
2: and sorry, I'll give it to them. Their brisket for being gas station brisket is amazing. It's good.
3: It's good. And their tacos. uh, Oh. Yeah, yeah. The Lab Zero podcast today sponsored by Bucky's. Wait, we're not sponsored by Bucky. They, they have like bacon wrapped quail.
0: It's like a legit. What is it? What is Canada doing?
3: Like a up in here. He's
0: got some. Yeah. I,
3: I don't know are, what gas you got. Like in
0: Canada? Is it just like like? Can we get you some gas? That's lame. No, dude. actually, ours, <laughs> ours
1: are ours are terrible. I can't lie. From going through Washington and stuff and all and Oregon all the time. Dude,
3: your guys' gas stations are like so much better, dude. They're like ours and trash in
1: comparison.
3: When we get you down here, we're gonna take you to a Bucky's and you're gonna like catch something from a loves all on the same weekend, just so I can show you the difference. Catch <laughs> something from a loves. <laughs> the
2: Indies Barber race, we can do Buckies and Loves all at the same time. Yeah, It'll that's right. It'll be
3: amazing. It'll be amazing. Too bad no we welcome to Go America. <laughs> <laughs> and you're to bag.
2: And you get Alabama.
3: Yeah, Yeah, you really will never want to come back to this country. Dude, Alabama is the loves of the United States.
0: Dude, it's more than that. It's like (laughs) the 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 hard addiction, baby. The stripes, (laughs) the great value America, right there. That's right. The come and go of the U.S.
1: Um, see, Norman thinks I came for Barbara, but I actually came for Bucky's. There it is. (laughs) That's right. You know, if you know, it's our next
2: shirt. All right, so who's (laughs) thirty-eight? Elliot Sadler. Elias cool. Sadler, the, M- the original ms car.
3: Oh. oh. That was old school. Yeah, he was. Mm. Before Kyle Bush took that. And back ran when chocolate it. had cocaine in it. Or oh, wait, that was Coca Cola. <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's
2: crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: what someone says when they don't know what to say. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, bro. That's
1: crazy, dude. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Dave drank too much.
0: Welcome to in the Lab day.
1: 38. <laughs> We're going to talk about racing. That's
0: what we do here. Ready, go. All
1: what right. Do here? Well, let's roll into NASCAR on that note. We were at the yeah, we were at the Charlotte Roval this week. Um, love it or hate it. There's no in between. You can't just I be a neutral it. fan. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's fun in the playoffs, to be honest with you. But some people don't like it. So, you know what? Fuck them. So, yeah. anyways, stage one. We had a Tyler Reddick wrap up stage one. Uh, stage two, we had Chase Elliott wrap up, and uh, the race ended up getting won by AJ Allmendinger. I uh, apologize, Baby. I don't have I don't have much more than that. My PVR box started recording 50 laps in, and I was choked, so I didn't even watch the race because I was just mad. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, it was the it was, <laughs> it, was uh, it was the round of 12 cutoff. Um, I think I made I think I got my predictions bang on with the four people who were going to be out. I can't remember, but. I did say that we'd lose Bubba Wallace. I said that we'd lose Brad Keselowski, and I said we'd lose Kyle Busch. Uh, I said
0: we'd lose Kyle Busch.
1: We, we, yeah, we were. He was having a good fight, though. He was he was leading there for a bit. I
0: don't care. He's out.
2: Antonio, you Stupid did face. predict that you would lose Blaney, too, and you missed that one. Oh, I did miss that one. Tough. You
1: betrayed. Tough. It's okay. We lost Ross Chastain instead, so I think it was a fair trade. That's so, all right. Anyways, it's all good. It. He didn't try to send it around the wall. No, I. You know, it. He found it didn't work here. It didn't work. <laughs> That's funny. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, he needed. He needed to get to the round of eight to do that. But. <laughs> he uh no he he's out. Ross Chastain's out. Bubba Wallace is out. Brad Keselowski's out. And Kyle Busch is out. I think out of all the people, I'm most surprised to see lost would be not that I'm surprised, but would maybe be Bubba. I thought he would have done a bit better, um, but I thought Brad and Kyle and Ross were just, I don't know. We haven't seen much of them since earlier this season, so no surprise seeing those guys out. So that moves us to the good old round of eight. So right now above the cutoff line, we got William Byron, Truex, Denny, Kyle, or and, and Kyle, I guess, so I'm not used to only being this many guys. And then on the bubble now, we got Chris Buescher, Uh, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, and Blaney's at the bottom there. So, I love Blaney. I hope he does good. Uh, But do we want to make some predictions of who's not going to make it?
3: Hmm. Yes, sir.
1: All right. Who's going first? Hmm? All right, not I'll me. go first since I actually know shit about NASCAR. You guys don't there know shit. There you go. So, yeah, anyway. come on now. <laughs> Maybe I'll just predict and you guys can just be like, yeah, 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 those are right, but I don't like this guy. Yeah, let's or do this that. How about we that. do that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not that I don't right.
3: know anything. I'm just, yeah. Uh huh.
1: I just don't know anything. So, anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Even though this is the way it's kind of started out, I think. So, hold on. Where are we going now? We got Vegas and then we got. Um, What's what's the next one after Vegas? And then it goes to the Martins Medina goes to Martinsville. I always again. forget the middle one. I think it's. We're oh, Dang, it. I don't even know, dude. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. Homestead Martinsville. Homestead. There it is. Homestead. Yeah. That's I'm gonna
2: fucking kill you at Homestead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He said he was forgotten. Homestead. Damn. Tune in next oh, yeah, week to find out back. while he, he does at Homestead. Well, we're going to Vegas first, so you have to tune in two weeks from now. But damn, why did he say that then?
2: Yeah, why you not, go that I far don't
0: down the I, I was gonna say that's yeah, nefarious uh, as hell. Like yeah. <laughs> in three weeks from today, yeah, I'm like, gonna let this I, stuff simmer
1: <laughs> on the first full moon of the month. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Damn! All right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I'm not saying this just because they're the four above the cutoff line, but I genuinely do believe the four at the top right now are probably going to be the ones racing for the championship without some sort of mishap. I think William Byron's had a phenomenal season. Uh, he's got a 20-point gu- buffer, too, so that's always going to help. I think Truex is on. Uh, y- you know, he's been doing all right. He, I thought he'd do better, but he's doing not bad. He almost got eliminated pretty early there. Um, that regular season championship helped him carry through. Uh, Denny's on top of his game right now. I, I mean, if there's ever a season he had an opportunity to win, I'm, I, this is probably one of his best chances. Um, Does he and- have a championship yet? No no, he doesn't, as far as I know. Wow.
3: No. Yeah. No, he doesn't, I guess. He he doesn't that's have crazy. Any. Like as much you know, as he's as much as he's accomplished, you know what I'm saying? That's nuts. Mm. Okay, sorry, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off,
1: No, no, no. It's totally true. It's uh it's actually crazy that Denny doesn't hate he, he honestly, you know, as much as people hate him and, and and don't like the guy, he deserves a championship. Like he's a great racer. He really is. Yeah, not not a big fan and totally agree. No, yeah, like, you know, he does stupid stuff. He, you know, he's kind of plays the villain role. He plays, which he does a good job at it, by the way. But I think, um, I think... Yeah, he he's an ass. Needs one. Yeah, he's an ass it. for sure,
2: 100%. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, in old school style of points, he has a championship. He just hasn't been the guy to win the final race. Yeah. So, but I think he's had the years that put him... I'm nine. Yeah, he's, he's won championships before... He just can't win the final race of the year or be the head guy. So that's unfortunate yeah, so with a we'll stupid see. playoff diversion.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, I think out of all the guys that who are going to do poorly, I, I do think Busher is going to be out this round. Um, what? Even though he's been great. If he gets through, I'll be happy. Like I Why don't, do you think that? Why do I think that? Because I think yeah. statistically the four greatest guys in the air, the four guys above the bubble have been the four best guys all season. So. You know what? I know Chris Buescher's got two wins, though, so I can't really... Oh, no, is it three now? Three. It three. Yeah, he's got For three.
2: Three wins. I know, I know, I
1: know. But it's like, it's kind of hit or miss, though. Either wins or he's like nowhere to be found, so I don't really know. He's kind of just there. Like, I don't know.
2: I think we... Byron, I don't. I know he has the most wins out of all the drivers left, and I think all the drivers. He gets unlucky. He does not make it through this round. No, I think you're crazy.
1: He's got such a points buffer. I, I think you nuts. Unless he gets wrecked unless he gets wrecked out, I don't think he's not gonna make it through.
2: He doesn't make it through because one of the bottom four get there's two guys that get a win out of that. And that's what screws him.
1: Well, as much as I love Laney, he's not winning a race this round, I don't think. Um and if he does, I'll jump for joy. Um Tyler Reddick, I don't think so either. I don't think any of these tracks favor him. Uh Bell could maybe win Martinsville. But aside but, from that, I don't well, know how you
3: do Bill's just been crazy consistent. He's kind of the quiet guy that's just been riding yeah. along. And I think right now is where you see that not be good enough. You've got to win. Like, you've got to win no, stages. yeah, you, you got to win races. Well.
2: Yeah, you got to do Bell, well here. But a lot of times, it's his pit crew that screws him over. If they freaking focus and do it, then he's got it.
3: Yeah, I uh, hope he can make it through. What sucks about it is Joe gives his guys, and they easily don't put up with that crap. Yep. You know? You don't they don't do little mistakes like that. So. Yeah, Here's and then B- Busher is kind of hit or miss. He could win. I don't really know. Here's my read
0: on it. I think um I'm going to simplify it. Uh I think it's down to the facial hair for this round. And I think Martin Truex is a shoe in. I mean, look at the guy. And he's a short track beast, and he's just an everything beast. Um dude. Yeah. Ryan Blaney's got a nice uh, stash historically has been able to grow nice facial hair. Um, I think he could actually make it through the round. Um, Chris Busher has historically not had a mustache, but is sporting a mustache right now. And I think that that is really going to play into, um, the round of four, the final four. I mean, Kyle Larson's a given the dude ever since he grew a mustache, he's been killing it. C-Bell can't grow a mustache. I like c but I think he he could very much win Martinsville. But if he doesn't win Martinsville, I don't think he's, I mean, I think he's kind of on
3: that bottom totem pole. It was, he's either got to win Martinsville or grow a beard.
0: Yeah, and he can't do that, obviously. <laughs> Same with Tyler Reddick. I mean, like, we've seen the guy try to grow a beard, and it just doesn't work. And um, he can win races, but, man, like I said, i got to stick to my guns on this. And then he uh, can't grow so, facial hair? No, yeah, and Denny's struggling. I mean, like, he's trying to grow some facial hair right now. It's just it's, not going right. It's not know? It's not great. I mean, kind of same thing with the Willie B. Like, it's, it's, it's more of a fuzz. So I'm going to say um, Willie B is going to get a longer mustache and stay in. Um, <laughs> at, because that's just going to have to be how it is. Denny Hamlin, I think he has a real chance to win this year. Like you said, I think he's got a better chance than ever. Maybe in his career, but if the dude uh shaves at all during the round of eight, I don't think he's gonna make it. It's not um, gonna look good for him. No, so I mean, what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is like I think Denny has a really good chance of being in, but really, I'm picking Willie B because he's gonna get a longer mustache. I'm picking Martin Truex because he's looking great. I'm picking Kyle Larson because I mean it's Kyle Larson, uh, and then I gotta pick Chris Buescher. The dude looks good with a beard. Yeah. I, I think, I think so Kyle that Kyle Larson Hamlin, just gets
2: thrown to the side on facial hair. It doesn't matter if he can or can't grow it. He's just going to make it. No, well, I mean, look at his mustache right now.
0: I mean, okay. it's killer. I mean, okay. I'm going, I'm strictly going on like recently. You know what I'm saying? And like, Blaney's on and off. Like, he grows it and he shaves it. I mean, Chris Bush, I mean, Seabell looks like a baby. I mean, I think he's out. Yeah, he never had a chance. Yeah, he's out. I
3: mean, he's he just out. didn't have a chance. No, so and we're it, talking about punched, us. He's punching, it way above his weight class right now. And we're talking about yeah.
2: us four. Antonio's out, out of us four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this I, round, I it's about the men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but on a real note, I wasn't just being silly. I think those are my picks. I, I got Willie B, Martin Truex, Kyle Larson, and Chris Buescher. I think uh, Denny Hamlin. This is this is if if it's any year, it's this year. But I think he's going to drop the ball a little bit.
3: Well, and I just think, I think it's he's all right top now. no walk right now, man. If you do make the top four what it is now, right? It's like Joe Gibbs versus Hendrick. It's crazy. That'd be kind of crazy to see. I think it's I got fun. Kyle Larson to win it all again. It's a good pick. It's a solid pick, right? Yeah. He's a I'm he's still good shooting for Martin Truex. I've been saying it since the Coliseum race. I thought this was this year. He's looking good still. You know, you Gotta did you
0: did call it. And he's got uh, the MTG. best beard and mustache God, in the field. I mean, it's
3: amazing, bro.
0: Salt and pepper, baby. We've been saying this. I'm even beginning.
2: jealous of his beard.
3: I got it going on. I have to like color mine in to make it look like Martin Truex. Yeah, so keep it simple, boys. I think, you know, Yeah, we'll
0: see what Blaney does. We'll see if he um, goes for that manscape
1: sponsorship or the Dude Wipe sponsorship. It really depends. I think he's been too hit or miss this season. Like, from a realistic Blaney fan, he's been, like... I don't know if it's him either. It just seems like the Fords, equipment-wise, have been so hit or miss. Like, they're either doing amazing or they suck. Like, there's been no in-between. And you can see it by the numbers of who's in the playoffs. Like, there's two Chevys, there's two Fords, there's four Toyotas. Like, props to them. They've been doing freaking great. Yeah. Considering how many of them are in the field? Like, that's crazy. So... Isn't that like half the Toyotas? Like, how many Toyotas are there other than JGR? Who else is Toyota other than twenty-three XI and Joe Gibbs? Isn't that it? Uh, so six yeah, cars. They got sure. four in the playoffs right now. Like, that's pretty nuts.
0: Yeah, I could be schooling. wrong. There
1: could be there could be a one-off or two cars that are Toyota, but from what I the, know, that this is all it is. The
0: Japanese grow excellent mustaches.
3: Apparently, an they 81, do. One eighty-one point five percent sure that's correct. So, <laughs> thank you. Very <laughs> very precise. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, that's good. Anyways. I love
0: the playoffs, man. I'm, I'm digging it. Uh, this is when it gets spicy for me. This is, um, you know, this is it. I love. Oh, yeah, it. it's good I stuff. give it my full attention from here to the end. I don't give I'll it my what, full attention any other time. I'll be honest, but from round eight to the end, yeah, we're watching, watching it all. Every I'll tell second. you
3: what, I don't
2: call it now. Full he's not, gonna Shit and yeah, and no, not going to no, <laughs> watch. Yeah, no, yeah. I'll watch half of it.
3: <laughs> but I'll tell you what else didn't give my full attention. That would be the old, uh, clash with the jam coliseum that they have every year i think we just touched on that that i've been going for martin Tripp jr but are they doing that again i think you said something about the last podcast that they're doing that again is that unfortunately correct? they are so i
1: got food in my mouth because i'm fat but um <laughs> the 2024 schedule is uh is officially released um it's pretty underwhelming i'm not gonna lie um there were I, there's quite a few changes that
2: are pretty important but shocker we're gonna start at daytona
3: well, technically, Ooh. we're going to start in L.A., but yeah. Yeah, we're going to start in L.A. Well, our first official race is
2: right. at Daytona. Yeah, really
3: I think that's the that. only one that should we be doing it, honestly. <laughs> if Let's
2: Pitbull's start not going to
0: be there, I'm not going to watch it.
2: <laughs> well, he is international, so...
1: <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, the uh, the Coliseum... Is, or Sorry, the Clash of the Coliseum is, unfortunately, back. Um, I think we're all over that. Even the drivers are over that. Like, I was talking... Uh, I was listening to uh, the podcast that Denny had, and he was talking with uh, who was he talking with? A guy. Ooh, I can't remember who it was, but he was even saying he's like, "No, this is just stupid." He's like, "I don't know why we're doing this though. So, drivers don't like it. Um, all star races at North Wilkesboro. Uh, Chicago is in fact back. Um, which is funny because I thought that was gonna be questionable. Um, so that's back. I don't. I don't see that as a bad thing. I mean, again, I had bad intention or bad hopes, like I, I didn't think it was going to do well and it did do well so you know what i'm happy it's back that's cool it's, uh, it, was, it's it was okay something different it was okay um the you you old heads will be happy about this one so the brickyard finally returns to the oval uh, i do there's like no this. more Thank indie you. road course i'm
3: happy to the indie road course i'm sorry it sucks dude i i don't like the track um brickyard's good i love it it's fun it's different it's kind of like an oval but it's not an oval it's really fun i mean everybody loves pocono it's like that except weird yeah, Instead pretty much. It's a triangle, it's like a square. It's like a rectangle.
1: So Yeah, and the, the regular season does its usual thing. You know, we go to the clash. We go to the duels. We do Daytona, and then you do your West Coast swing, and then it starts kind of going all over the place. Um, the other thing, though, we have this year is a two-week break for the Olympics. They do typically do this. I know most people don't remember it because usually it's every four years. Um, but The Olympics are have...
0: this year? 2024. Oh, I was nice. going to say, it's an odd year, bro. I don't think it's was right. Hey, all right. No, Dave, Dave the, the season ends so in I like don't... five
1: weeks. <laughs> I mean, Before. it's cold places. <laughs> Anyways, they do get that double off winter week, so Olympics. It's gonna be, it, I know I don't think anybody really follows. It's a summer Olympics, Olympics anymore. Nobody cares about that stuff anymore. It's a summer Olympics. Yeah. What twenty twenty four? Where is it?
0: Is it in France?
1: I don't know. Oh, here we go again. Tokyo <laughs> NASCAR. Tokyo. How do you know Tokyo? it's in Tokyo? Tokyo. About people? How, you,
3: how would you know? Is there in a drift? Tokyo. Is there
1: a drift event?
3: No, he's probably waiting for soccer again Not football, soccer I said it It's in Paris I was right What, you just threw Tokyo out there? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think (laughs) Tokyo was
2: the last
3: one (laughs) You don't even know You just
1: throw any city out there Oh, that was just He said we were just talking about Kyle Larson He's He's like, Bangladesh He's from Tokyo or something (laughs) 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 That's
0: so funny It's in Paris All right, cool from the 26th to the 11th, from the 26th of July to the 11th of August.
2: Tokyo was the last Olympics. That's why I had Tokyo in my mind. Sochi. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sochi. Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> Aren't anyway, they still banned? <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't go. We don't talk about <laughs> yeah, that. We don't, we don't talk about Sochi. Yeah. All right. Anyways, moving oh, on.
2: Back moving to on. the NASCAR schedule. Um, I found yeah, it interesting to jump towards the end of the, se- the, end of the regular season. Darlington now replaces the final race. What? All they did was just shift it back. Yeah.
1: They, they um Daytona is now the second to last uh race of the season, unfortunately. I thought it was so stupid. Like, why are we ending the season at Darlington? Yeah. Anyways, it gets it gets a, worse. So I'm gonna cover track. all of this and then let's talk about it quick. So okay. Daytona is no longer the regular season finale. They've shifted it back a week. They filled in Darlington as the regular season finale then in the playoffs, they replaced what was Darlington with now Atlanta. And they replaced uh, what was the second round of the freaking playoffs this year. Uh, or the second race of the playoffs this year. I can't anyways. even remember. But anyways, they replaced it with Watkins Glen. So I don't know how I feel about that. Because the playoffs now have two road courses and two super speedways. Because, you know, Atlanta, yes, it's the speedway. But it's, it's really not. So uh, by the way, it's Kansas that got replaced again. Why are we replacing Kansas? It was such a good race. It's such a good track. Anyways, sorry. I'm not Kansas mad. is in round two. Is in round two? Oh, it was in the round of 16 before, so they moved it. Okay, that's fine. I'm not that mad anymore. Did they get rid of you Texas? Take that back. Yes. Let me look. Yes. Oh, oh day they, they got took rid of Texas. Texas. Let's go.
0: Now, Texas, so Texas is now a
2: spring race. I remember that in the IndyCar right. discussion.
1: Right, 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 right. So, okay. So, the big thing I'm fine here... with
0: that. It's way too hot in September. True to, story. To go. Yes. To, yeah. That sounds way terrible. too hot.
3: But I don't like Darlington. The I don't like Darlington and being the last race of the season. That's a man. one-off race, man. That's like some people are going to do good and some people just aren't. And if well, you're riding on the Southern cusp. you the Southern 500? Why it needs yeah. to
1: be special, not like it's like they tried to make it more special, but that almost just ruined the specialness of
3: it. Is that not NASCAR in a nutshell? though? That's like trying to make something more special than it was.
0: (laughs) Everyone's like, hey, that's cool. They're like, oh, look at this. Look at it. And we're like, "It's not cool anymore. That's the Coliseum, dude.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, (laughs) that's cool. That's
0: cool. Oh, you think it's
3: cool? We'll do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) forever. Oh, well, here's Pitbull and 50 Cent or whatever. Like, okay.
3: (laughs) Who was it? Was it Caleb Williams last year (laughs) or something? Like, He just got off a plane. He was from OU. Nobody even knew who the heck he was.
1: I don't think, uh, you know, I I really think Daytona was moving that was a bad call. I thought that was one of the best things they ever actually did. Like, you know, you had all these races, whatever it is, like 25 races or something um, to get in. And then you had the one final race where it was like, it it made it interesting. Because, yeah, one, it's a wild card. Anyone knew could win. But, you know, those guys that are sitting right on the bubble or like that guy who's just in, you know, now it's now like it doesn't matter as much because it's going to go to Darlington and we're going to not be able to pass each other. So uh, I don't get that. That one pisses me off the most more, almost more than having two super speedways in the playoffs. Almost more, almost more. The other thing is why do we have two? So we just said that this package ruins, sh- ov- uh, sorry, ruins super speedways and road courses. So let's add another one of each into the playoffs. That makes complete sense, right? Like, why did we right. do that? That's so they're, dumb. They're going
3: to they're gonna fix it, Antonio. They'll fix it.
1: But it's not going to be good. No, the, no, no. no, I'm no they'll sorry. fix it. They'll fix it. They'll the road fix course we're racing gonna fi- is gonna not it. good. It's not good. I love road course racing, but it's not good in the playoffs. Like, one was plenty enough. And two yeah. super speedways. Now it's really going to be even harder to win a championship. Like, whoever wins next season, if it's somehow not, like, the best guy who did well, like, who who deserved it. It's gonna. the guy's going to be gifted a championship. That's all I'm saying. Because you're going to have to luck your way through two super speedways. You're going to have to do decent at two road courses. And it's not even like it's just like, oh, they're trying to include every track type. Because, you know, some people are like, well, to be good, you have to be good at every track type. But Atlanta and and Talladega with this package are solely based off of luck. Like, even the guys that normally do well, with this package, they're struggling. Like, they're not doing great. Because you just can't make moves. You have to kind of just... Get lucky. So I don't know. That's that's my whole take on the schedule. I just think it's really frustrating.
2: I was gonna to move to the end of the schedule. I know Phoenix has been the final race of the year. I want to get y'all's opinion. Y'all think they should rotate that track to be a different track every year? So like please. <laughs> Homestead yeah. I think Phoenix, Phoenix. Kansas, maybe? I don't y'all y'all tell me. I know Homestead and Phoenix and a couple other tracks I feel like should rotate that final race. It's very yeah, no, weather dependent, great.
1: but I think Homestead's probably the best choice because it's got the multi-group racing. Yeah. I don't think Phoenix always sucks. Like wh- Again, I say this every year. When's the last time you saw a good Phoenix race? Can anybody yeah. remember? Like, uh, all I remember, d- didn't Kenseth and, and what's-his-name get into it at that one Phoenix race? Where 2002. <laughs> I, was, I literally Damn. was born that. was. When did Phoenix in 2002 <laughs> happen? Let's see if I was even alive. NASCAR <laughs> Phoenix two thousand and
3: two. Yeah, why he's looking that up. No, it does make a good point on the weather because Kansas, I mean, right now I was five months years, old. <laughs> <laughs> some years Kansas might already be in almost freezing temperatures. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah. come month from now or whatever the case may be. So yep. um unfortunately we are, but there's plenty of tracks at plenty of places that you can move that thing around. I totally agree. I think that's a good point. Um, we do it with college football. I know I'll go back to that again because I was just talking about Caleb Williams. But college football, you know, they have the rotation of who gets the championship game, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Other sports do do it. It's never all at the same place. So why? Why do you got to do this, NASCAR? Yeah.
2: Maybe we should do the final at Texas. I'm sure by, yeah. <laughs> by November it should be cold there, cooler there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, it'll be like what? Fifties in the morning and then yeah, uh, and 80, the 85 right. by the afternoon. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's right. Night race,
0: baby. That's right. No, you know <laughs> what? I was actually <laughs> going to suggest that let's let's do the championship <laughs> in Texas, baby.
3: Separate the men from the boys. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's right. Except now, for the hype on the NASCAR race.
0: I mean, do you think Antonio? Maybe they're doing all of this to prepare us for a big
1: change. Yeah, I don't think they have anything planned, to be honest with you. with With what they're gonna do, I think um, I think they're just getting too, it's getting too out of hand. That like, gets weird. It's like they think that it's what the fans want. Like, I know from a driver's perspective, like no, but none of these guys want this. But even as a fans' perspective, like, I think they think we want this, but we don't. Like, just because right the playoffs get crazy because everybody's wrecking out doesn't mean like I want it to be you know at Atlanta. There's going to be, you know, guys wrecking out at Atlanta at the start of the playoffs. Like, you know, it's like they want, like, oh, and Chase Elliott doesn't make the playoff or the, the round of 12 because he got wrecked out at Atlanta. And then, you know, Kevin Harvick takes him out at Britley Like, anyway, you know what I mean? They're like, they're just feeding to get these headlines. And I don't like it. I Man, think
3: it's ridiculous. They've been doing that stuff since the COT, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they thought we wanted a car with a wing and a spoiler or whatever. And it's, you know, no. We don't we don't care if they look like real cars. Do you think like, so they're fast.
2: Do we think that it's because it gets talking points and they know that it gets talking points and any news is good news?
3: And, is it though? And
2: so if okay, it was yeah. a, a great schedule and a perfect schedule, we wouldn't be talking about it, right? I I have I
0: well kinda, but I think that I have my opinion is that NASCAR doesn't respect their fan base. I I, like, I I think it's obvious. I can agree with that. I think that they're trying to, but they're respecting their fan base. Like Walmart respects their shoppers like, oh, well, all they want is better prices and like more available shit. Like, well, not necessarily. Like if the layout of your store sucks and like there's no cashiers available, then it sucks. You know what I mean?
1: I think they're still stuck in that weird way of trying to oppose to new fans and old fans. Like, think about it. We have. Yeah. We have North Wilkesboro as the All Star race, but then we have Atlanta and Talladega and Watkins Glen. And well, yeah, I think the you're right. They're, they're in the playoffs. They're, like, they're
0: they're between a rock and a hard place because they are trying to like keep those diehard fans in it, but they're trying to entertain new fans. But it point is though is that I do think that they don't respect their audience. I've spoken about this before, like. I feel like maybe NASCAR is afraid to scare away their current audience because like what they're doing is working. Like NASCAR gets more ratings than formula one does week to week in the U S so like what they're doing is working They're They are the number one racing network in the United States, bar none. And so if they try to get more technical or they try to get more like racy, you know, it might deter fans. In in their opinion, I think they're trying to keep it kind of dumb. I don't I'm trying to beat around the bush, but they're they think we're stupid (laughs) there. I said it. They think we're idiots. And And I think that the schedule, the broadcast, the attention to what's important and what's not is an obvious sign of that for a lot. But they're trying to retain it just enough to keep grandpa watching right now which is weird so where are we going like that's why I, I've joked about the Coliseum because it really does feel like we're going there like who's playing the concert at the NASCAR race is going to be a big question you know what I mean Um, that's how it is with Formula 1 in the US all of the marketing I've seen for the US GP is about the concerts you know it's the killers are playing this year if I'm not mistaken I'll double check that in a second, but I'm pretty sure it's Ed Sheeran and The Killers, or it's like, I know Taylor Swift played the like the first year, and then when I went, it was Pink and Imagine Dragons. But like, it's all like all the billboards in Austin, Texas, because like I'm I'm from Texas. If you didn't know, Texas, and like there's billboards. I I live three hours from Austin, so even in San Antonio, those there's, there's billboards for the USGP, and it doesn't say like formula one coming to a city near you it's the bands on the billboard so i think we're kind of going there with nascar too unfortunately that's how it feels
1: i think the problem is nascar's got too many races for them to just brand the race and people like to be excited for it to come uh one thing i will say i I did forget to mention this on the schedule as well iowa is is i guess here i was gonna say back it is back on the nascar schedules but it's never been on a cup to my understanding so cool to see that track back but uh anyways rolling back into your topic there it's
0: the killers and queen with adam lambert like that's gonna draw fucking forty thousand people alone that show
3: so Should should it is a whole nother question
0: yeah i mean but like you know and Michael Jordan Pitbull, bull like we have all these personalities coming into NASCAR I'm sure that's not the end of it like we'll definitely see some celebrities buying up NASCAR teams like Ryan Gosling that'll be his next thing he'll buy NASCAR <laughs>
1: uh, yeah I think it's gonna take a turn for sure um, I've always been saying I think they're gonna try and be the next like V8 supercars. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to try and be similar to that. Like, I think there's going to be a lot more road courses on the schedule in the future. And there's tons of good ones across the United States. Like we know we, we all road course race on iRacing and we've seen what we've watched, you know, endurance racing in real life. We know there's tons of good tracks out there. I don't think I'd necessarily hate to see that, but at the same time, I think if you're going to do all these types of racing, you need to have packages that work on all of them. And I think we can talk all day about how shit the package is right now. So I'm not going to do that, but I really, really think they need to fix like, especially, especially super speedway racing. That is your bread and butter. There is no other racing that is, can compare to super speedway racing. It is the most unique type of racing. Yeah. In the, probably in the world. Like, I mean, if for like, you know, in a sense of how you race, I should say. Um, So it's, I really think that. If they fix that, I don't think it matters what they do with the schedule, but I do think championship-wise, like, I I don't think we should be... Like, look at Formula One. It has, like, the highest numbers it's ever achieved, and they still have a season-long points format. Like, I think if you brought back the chase, it would even be more appealing. Like, I get the whole thing of, like, okay, you have to be good at every track type to be a champion. Sure, if you want to do that, then pick every type of track and do an eight-round chase. Do... Um, you know, do a super speedway, do a speedway, do an intermediate, do a short track, do a road course. So there that's five. And then, you know, add a few more in and you get every track type and sure, you have to be good. You have to be on your game and you had all the season to do this, but I I don't, the playoffs man, like if you're going to do the playoffs, like I thought it was working the way they were doing it. Now they're adding like this gimmicky stuff and it's just getting worse. I'm just like, it's just stupid at this point. I question it. Like,
0: it was the same thing when college football shifted to their um, championship format. The question that I kept asking myself was, was it because of Las Vegas? It's because of gambling, dude. I really think that NASCAR is sticking to their guns and doing a lot of what they're doing is because both NBC and Fox are heavily in bed with Las Vegas now. Because since sports betting became generally legalized in the US, it's not totally legal, but it's pretty generally legalized in the U.S., i S I've seen NASCAR become the next horse racing. I mean, you need to keep it random. So what you said about super speedways resonates with me. Like, I think that that's their money pot because it's like anyone's game, man. And like, they make a lot of money, dude. Like, I don't know if you're, if any of you guys are into sports betting, but if I'm sure some of our listeners are, and like they do live betting, like you can bet, you can bet stage to stage. You can bet on anything, dude. You can bet on fucking anything. So like, keeping this weird random format where we have like, Oh, well now it's down to eight and now you can only bet on four guys. Like, I think it pays better than having like a number one seed and a 16 seed. You know what I mean? Where it's like, Hey, these guys, they have better odds, but they kind of suck. And, and we still get that in March madness, but I, I bet we see March madness shift out of that
2: eventually. So you're telling me that next, not 2024, but 2025, the round of eight will end at Vegas with Formula One.
0: I mean, I think I think that Formula One. That's why they're coming to Vegas too. I mean, no, I mean I know that was a joke, but (laughs) I think that that's why Formula One is going getting involved with Vegas too, is because Formula One is for the first time ever. I'm not like a gambling. I don't gamble a lot, but like when I travel, I go to casinos. And I always check the sports book. And for the first time ever this year, um, in Louisiana, I was able to bet on Formula One, but not just the world champion. I was able on to bet race to race. Like they've always had Formula One World Champion to win, but that's a fucking stupid bet, right? Like you gotta bet a thousand bucks to win a hundred dollars on Max Verstappen. But they finally had like race-specific betting on Formula One. So I think that. Yeah, that's exactly why Formula One's going to Vegas. Who gives a fuck if the race is good or not? Like the books will make
1: millions of dollars that night. So, could you imagine if F1 had a playoff format? How much the the Europeans would be so mad? Oh, dude, they would (laughs) quit. They would quit. But we're dumb enough, uh,
0: American race fans. Like we're dumb enough to to do it. Like as long as the beer's cold and the books are open, and like let's do it, baby. You know, show me all the. I'm not um, here for it. C- I ain't gonna lie. All the Cialis commercials, you can, you know what I mean. Like that's that's the mentality, at least it seems right now.
1: So, yeah. Anyway, that's a fair point.
0: I just, well, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing because it'll be funded. You know, like at least it won't go away. Like in this current format, if 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 fantasy leagues and betting are keeping NASCAR propped up on the major networks, which I feel like they are, because like like look at the NASCAR. What is it? What do they call it? race uh race talk or whatever that fucking show that's on all day every day race on hub. fox race hub there you go like that's that's predominantly a betting show dude they show the line and the odds next to every driver they all give their picks like oh i think willie b is gonna do good this week or oh you know joey logano like dude they're just fueling bets dude the bets are flying in all week and like i said the good thing is, is it'll be funded and same thing with the bands like if you keep if you keep big concerts, like I'm I'm looking at F1's like bands this year at the Singapore Grand Prix. We didn't even hear about it, but this year, post Malone, Boy George, Kings of Leon, like there was a good lineup, like at the Singapore Grand Prix. <laughs> so like Formula One's deploying this worldwide. Like book big bands, really attract people, attract people that aren't really into racing, get them to come to the race, you know, have a good time. So maybe this is just all series. It's just like we're we're just kind of like, oil isn't oh, cool anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we got to find a way to get people to these races other than like, cars go vroom and, um, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's weird, but I it's definitely changing quickly. And NASCAR is, they play a lot to kids. I'll say NASCAR is great for kids. So that's going for them. I think they're doing more for kids than any other series. IMSA is pretty good for kids. IMSA is really good for kids, but, um, NASCAR really goes full beans for kids. So they could have a Like my kid's going to be a NASCAR fan. Cause like AJ Allmendinger gave him a hug and signed his, uh, lightning queen toy. He's
2: going to be an Allmendinger
0: fan. Yeah. Like that's fucking cool, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's cool. So I think they got that going for him. Um, but i as a racing fan it's tough i would like to see more strategy i like road races in the playoffs cuz i like to see the pit stops and i like to see weird shit happen um but that's because i'm a, i'm a formula 1 fan and i i like road racing so but i do like betting i love betting on super speedway races i love betting on the daytona 500 that is the shit that is a lot of fun and i do lose a lot of money every year doing that <laughs>
3: I think NASCAR shit the bed. I think they've shit the bed too many years in a row. I think they've gotten away from what they were good at, which was just hardcore competitive racing. I think they do too many damn road courses. I think they do enough of the bullshit with the Bristol, with the dirt, which they're doing away with. I get that. But I think they, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like old NASCAR, which may be just fine for everyone. And that that's okay. But Um, does anything feel like old anything? f one's starting to kind of get back to it, you got one guy dominating the rest of them's fighting for scraps. That's that's kind of how it's been for forever. <laughs> I mean you know.
1: Yeah. Rinse, lather, repeat. We just need Max to win for like four
3: more years. Four or more sometime. years. <laughs> well, it'll be it'll four be what? more years. <laughs> it'll be like three more years. We switch the car and then it'll be somebody else's turn. I mean, it's and Norris may be the next guy, the way it's looking or Piastri, but I mean that's yeah. <laughs> I mean that's, that's just funny. what we do over here, so we're okay with it. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, moving away from that, we will come back to that. I promise you, at a later date. I don't think that one's a done deal. We can keep trashing on NASCAR a lot and um, the way they do things, or you maybe love it on NASCAR and the way they do things. But um, Formula One was over there at Qatar. Uh, it was another sprint weekend. I could trash on uh, Formula One because of the because of the sprint format. I don't like it. Uh, guys were talking about how oh from Friday to Saturday we found a couple seconds out there. Well, it's because you didn't practice. You had one practice. You went straight into a quality session. And then, uh, you know, Stroll got butt hurt, And then we went into a sprint weekend Saturday. Um, but, uh, yeah, first off, before I start on the old uh, guitar. Last episode, we were talking kind of about Porsche and F1 and Audi and F1 and all that stuff. We didn't know if Porsche was going to be in or not. I did the, uh, the uh, Google search like we should have done. And uh before we ever start a podcast. But yeah, they're officially backed out, so there will be no more Porsche. So we don't have to worry about, you know, Max going over to Porsche and dominating in a Porsche or anything. That's not gonna happen, unfortunately. But uh we'll see what it goes on with uh is it Aston Martin that's moving over to Audi, is that right? Is that correct on that? Aston right. Martin is
0: going Honda. Oh, and, I believe.
3: Uh, that's right. If so that's someone correct thing, me, but it. I think
0: it's it's uh um uh, what's the other Italian Alpha Alpha, Alpha Romeo? Romeo.
3: Yeah. yeah, you're right. Y'all had to correct me last episode. I'll write it down somewhere and put it on a post it on my monitor or something so I don't make that mistake again. But, uh, yeah. And also,
2: right now, as it sits with Andretti, Cadillac is a sponsor helping them, not an engine manufacturer, but that could change in the near future,
3: i.e., Aston Martin with the, uh, with Aston Martin Racing, they're not actually running Aston Martin. They're, uh they're the yeah, and Alfa Romeo the same way. They're not running those. That's kind of what you're trying yeah. to say, right? So I misspoke
2: right. last episode because I said they would be on the grid. They wouldn't be an en- engine manufacturer. They'd be a sponsor. So unfortunately, you correct they they, probably, just... they,
1: they, they probably win. Let's be honest. I mean, when they're yeah. competing with Ford, so yeah. <laughs> they they had to realize they're like, I oh, will let Ford have some light in this sport.
3: <laughs> but well, yeah, though Ford we had can to, beat it,
2: Ferrari, so. <laughs>
3: there you go <laughs> it's not that hard nowadays <laughs> i was getting ready to say heck they didn't even race one on sunday they just parked it it was like nah you're good but uh anyway so um, we got a fuel issue a fuel issue we are not yeah, starting no they didn't even have enough time they didn't even talk they just leaned over to him he was out of the car in street clothes like you're not racing bro but uh yeah so it was the old sprint weekend uh qualifying went by i mean it was okay it is what it is um Stroll got a little bit frustrated afterwards. It was a big news story. He apologized. I don't think that's good enough. There's obvious frustrations with Stroll and how he's performing. Alonzo's fallen off too a little bit, but I mean he's still up there punching for top fives. So
1: did did he end up pushing his trainer or did he punch the wall? Because like some people were like, oh he pushed his trainer, and I was like that's what it looked like. But everybody but then you know Sky Sports was like, no we we think he just punched the wall or something. I was like,
2: oh fucking shit, dude. No, I like, think he like, smoked his down. trainer.
3: Yeah. yeah, okay, that's what I thought, he, too. He, he, he did so Matt like, Craft yeah, right. and smoked the trainer. But yeah. uh, no, I, I don't know if he actually like, punched him or like pushed him really hard. But there was. And I think this guy was just trying to say, hey, pump the brakes, calm down, and all that stuff. And Stroll was like, I'm out of here, dude, get the hell in my way. Uh, but you know, last week, we didn't talk about it much. I didn't think there was much to it because Stroll has kind of rumored that he was saying that he might not be in racing. And then his dad rumored that he put the, you know, would put the team for sale if his son didn't want to race. Apparently, might be something, too, that Castrol doesn't look like he wants to be in that car anymore. He's frustrated by his performance. Um, bad thing was, man, I don't know about y'all, but he kind of stepped it up at the first of this season. I thought I saw a little bit of a glimpse of a decent racer there, but uh, it's not there now, unfortunately. Um, he's just not performing. Is the, so, um,
2: is the pressure cracking him?
3: Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think, I think he has a big problem with... Uh, he wanted to be somebody other than Lawrence Stroll's son. He wanted to make it on his own. And hey, that's cool. I'm not going to bang him up for that. Um, but you're still racing your daddy's daddy's car who who just got sponsored by a car manufacturer, an Aston Martin, that you didn't really have before your dad bought the company and made him the sponsor. So you're never going to get out from underneath that shadow unless you're putting on Max Verstappen-style um, performances. So unfortunately he's trying to get out of a shadow that he'll never get out of unless he just, his dad sells a team and he goes to another team and, and makes it on his own. So I think we all think that he's kind of there, you know, probably be gone uh, by now. If it wasn't, he's had some good years, but that was our good races, but never really a good year. So anyways, going back to the racing, um, sprint weekend, uh, McLaren's look great by the way, uh, and qualifying. They look good for the race itself. They look good in the sprint Saturday. Um, Saturday sprint sprint Saturday sat- sprint shoot yeah sprint yeah. Saturday sprint we didn't have him. a name for right, sprint it sprint Saturday it should yeah. be sprint Saturday that makes sense something for the whole day as a whole because it don't really mean sh- anyways um yeah <laughs> Piastri <laughs> put, they put all on- shit Saturday yeah I did not say that uh but anyways Piastri it, it is for some points uh they give out a few little measly points and Piastri won the sprint uh good on him man kid's been putting it on I'm kind of starting to feel bad for Norris. Uh, a little bit just personally because like i said i've said before and you guys know danny rick's my boy and he's kind of getting that danny rick feeling like he was supposed to be one of the guys the main guys and now it's you kind of see that that little uh pendulum start swinging back towards piastri now he's putting on some damn good performance he's driving the hell out of that car and Norris seems like he's keeping up but he's not not getting to him um anyways we're stopping uh in the second place split the podium between the two mclarens but it was a really really good weekend just overall for McLaren's fan. i gotta say hands down they're putting it putting it out there um max is showing really good poise i think that's something we can say that he's learned even though he's had a dominant ass car he's, he's a lot more patient than he used to be when he's racing he don't just jump out there it took him a couple laps to get around you know up to second um, and i think he had some possibly something to go get but he just didn't really you know what i'm saying it just didn't matter uh but with that, he did clinch his third title on Sprint Saturday in the Sprint race um, due to his uh, teammate getting into a, in a, in a little wreck there with the uh, Norman's Haas and another fella by Ocon. Um, and I just want to say, I had Ocon to Bennett. I don't know if I got half a point since he did it in the Sprint race. I we think didn't you really do talk bro. about it, um, but yeah i think so. you
0: deserve i think you deserve something crazy think you think should is. get two points
3: norman's saying no <laughs> we'll go into that later but it was the same move that i'll talk about later with the mercedes you know ocon tries to go on the outside um it was a little different because there wasn't tire strategies really in it at the time but ocon tried to go outside squeeze the hoss there really wasn't anywhere for nobody to go it's three cars trying to be in the same part of the track on that one and hands down on that one um Perez came out with the worst part of it. Like his whole side of his car got flipped on top and then flat back down. Um, I don't know what's going on with his left wrist. I don't know if anybody remembers watching that, but he's kind of looking at his wrist and it looked like it was white on top of the blue. I don't know if maybe he had caught on it. Nothing ever came of it. He's not damaged or anything. It was just kind of weird. He kept looking at it like it was banged up. But anyways, uh, Perez is out on that um, in the sprint. So he had to rebuild the car. They didn't, they did not wait. To work on the car, which you know, after the race, you can't really work on the car until the race is over, kind of thing, uh, for a complete rebuild and this and that. They just went ahead and started working on it, changed too much, like we've seen with the Williams, I think last week, their last race or the race before, where they changed too much and pretty much built a new car. And you can't have three cars. So um you had to start from the pits when it comes to Grand Prix weekend. Um and the Grand Prix weekend coming up to just just sat Sunday, the Grand Prix itself was just all talked about staying off curves. Pirelli was having trouble with tire degradation. Nothing was holding up like it was supposed to. Uh, They said they had micro cracks on the sidewalls, which usually we have graining across the the surface of the tire, but not micro cracks. So it's kind of a new deal. Uh, It's because of the heat. I mean, the place was, what, repaved pretty not too long ago and had had heat going like crazy. But uh, Pirelli was running the show at that point um, because right before what was it right before the grand prix i think we knew that they were gonna have to go 18 laps it was a max that they could do laps on tires they had to come in they made it mandatory which just kind of pretty much blew the race up for some of the guys uh, there wasn't much strategy it was more of when are we taking what tires what we got left and that kind of stuff so like i said that that really changed the outlook of the race not not the winning in the top but i think some of the middle road guys probably i mean when you got to toss up your only way to win strategy or or get good points, and that's just out the window. That's frustrating for some teams, I'm sure. But anyways, the Grand Prix uh, started. The Grand Prix um, signs was actually out too. Um, he didn't even get to pull his car onto the track because he had a fuel leak. Now, I don't know if y'all remember, but Red Bull during there was a it was a restart. They were going to restart, you know, because of wrecks and stuff. But if I remember right, they almost rebuilt like a whole front right of Max Verstappen's car while it was there. They just put more parts on it. But Ferrari had a fuel leak you couldn't figure out. You couldn't get a wrench out, maybe, and like tighten it. I was just like, tighten the fitting? Or is it more of it leaked so much fuel that they couldn't measure how much was in the car at that point? So, because, you know, they've got mandatory everything on weight. And I, I mean, I don't, I never could find what the. Details of it was, but anyways, needless to say, they didn't even let signs put the car on the track. Period. Pre-race signs gone. He's out. Kind of put Leclerc on the back foot if he's going to try to do anything with strategy. Unfortunately, with anybody, he's the only one out there, which I think he likes, anyways. But that's just my personal. Yeah. Um, He didn't have to worry about signs stealing the show. he's like, "Oh, it wasn't
1: me for once. Let's go.
3: All I got (laughs) to do is finish this thing. Let's go." But, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways, Perez started from the pits, like I said before, because he had to change too many, uh, too many things on his car, uh, before the wreck. Um, uh, it was just a violation of the rules, but anyways, moving on to the uh, race itself. Really the biggest thing I think that happened, uh, was the lap one, uh, the marks get together. Uh, Hamilton's on, uh, reds, um, Russell, like a lot of other guys were on the yellows. We found out in the sprint race that it wasn't, uh, wasn't really going to happen, um, on the reds, but. Uh, everybody only had certain tires that they could use due to the weekend and the way it played out and they didn't know they were have to change them every 18 laps so i think a lot of guys were having to play strategies for later in the race started on softs um hamilton tries to go to the outside russell's in the middle i think it was max on the inside and uh yeah hamilton i don't know if he thought he was it, he it was a later lunge to the outside he had plenty of room to to go on the outside. He could have used curves if he needed to to stay out, but he got way off the curves, clipped his teammate, and ended up losing a tire. Uh, I mean, his complete tire came loose, and he's out for the rest of the race. So he made it a good, what, three, 400 feet, maybe? Um, before Russell, now, luckily, didn't have much damage. I'm sure he had something, but he didn't have enough to really break him up. Uh, but it kind of screwed up their strategy to try to fight the McLarens. Um, after that, man, it was just kind of, it was just kind of a boring race to me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was it, the race. Drivers talked about it afterwards, and they said it was nothing but hot laps for fifty-seven laps, um, you know, qualifying laps because you didn't have to worry about tire degradation because you're coming in at eighteen laps. And I think that's counterintuitive to what Pirelli was trying to do because if you're telling me that the tires are breaking down, then how are the guys saying that every eighteen lap I was pushing as hard as I could?
2: Do you think that also had to do with the, I know they're not long races, but if you go out and you try to hot lap every lap of a 50-lap race, that's really mentally and physically taxing more than it is if you say, hey, you need to take care of your tires.
3: Oh, yeah. No, there's times that I'm racing on iRacing, and I'll say, i've been in a really good heated battle with somebody and then i see him slip up for a minute so you're like okay now in this next stretch this straight i'm just going to take a breath for a couple of corners i'm just going to take a little bit off he's like two seconds behind me i'm going to give him half a second just collect my shit and then we're going <laughs> on you know because he's going to come back um and yeah they didn't get that you know because like they said they were qualifying laps every time so yes no um and, you know, the next thing we'll get into, I think, was the biggest thing of the whole day. If it wasn't the track limits, track limits, track limits all race long, due to Pirelli, it wasn't even track limits that were set pre race or pre weekend. It was the ones that were set pre race due to trying to save the tires and keep them off the curbs. They made their own track limits. That's why I say when Pirelli owned the weekend, they owned the weekend. It was their rules. And we were doing what they had to do to get these tires through, which I think is just crap in 2023. But don't start me on that road because. If you got to do curves, stay off curves because it's unfair advantage. I totally understand it. If you got to stay off curves because you can't build a tire to hold up, you got one job, Pirelli. I mean, it's probably your biggest job. I think you know commercial tires are probably pretty big, but as far as racing goes and sponsorships, this is your biggest race, your biggest sponsorship. You might want to try to figure this out. But um, track limits got everybody. I think uh, Perez got twice, right? Ten seconds, I think, maybe even. Uh, I know he got two. Uh, but yeah, everybody got a little bit of the track limits, uh, down in the pack, mid pack. Yeah. We'll go to, go to the, towards the end of the race, uh, came over the radio for a sergeant, uh, our boy, our American Logan sergeant. Uh, Apparently he wasn't feeling too good pre-race there. You could tell by the talk there wasn't anything said, but you could tell there was something because they said, Hey man, if you need to shut it down, you can shut it down. And he said, no, I want to finish this. I want to do this. Um, commentators even said something along the lines of, you know, he's trying to show that he needs to be here. He wants to be here. Uh, they, cause he's fighting for a spot. I mean, he just is, even though they keep saying next year's fine and he's going to be okay. It's not, you don't do what he's doing in F1 and stick around very long. You just don't. Nope. Doesn't matter what nationality you are, man, they're going to cut you loose. So, um, uh, long story short, he finally calls over and says, Hey man, I got to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. And they're like, okay, okay. You can go ahead and slow down because like Norman was touching on, it was the, I think the just running hard every lap. The heat was the biggest factor, and that was what was doing the damage to the tires, too. This weekend was very, very, very hot. Um, We did a little pre-checking because we weren't quite sure. The guys don't get to wear those little ice suits you see them wearing, the little vest, pre-race, after the race. They don't get to wear those during the race. Um, Alonzo came over the radio mid-race, and this is Alonzo. Fernando Alonzo, 42 years old. I don't even know the stats on how many races. A crap load of races. He's been seen. He's done it all. And he was even saying, because is there... I'm coming in for my second piss off he was like can i please get some water ice something dumped into the cockpit and they were like you know uh we're checking which of course i watched when he came in the pits they showed and they didn't do anything so he just sat there he said my back was burning like the engine was actually burning his feet his back you know um and for somebody like alonzo to come over and say it they must have been pretty bad but everybody was getting it and that's that's what kind of bothered me about sergeant but then i then i seen that he had heat exhaustion after the race unfortunately so
2: i've i've been there in a car um i'm not a professional driver not at all i'm a weekend warrior and i've got heat exhaustion in a car it's not fun i did the last race i did i put a gallon ziploc bag full of ice on in my core just to be safe and it's a game changer just to keep that core cool. It's amazing what it can do, and I don't think F1 should be regulating driver cooling in what you can and can't do. If they want to wear an ice bag around their chest, they should be able to wear an ice bag around their chest.
0: I don't think they are regulating it. I think it's the teams that are telling them no, because it's the weight. I mean, it has to be, man. Like I'm,
3: Everything I read, it was regulation. Now, really? Yeah, what that regulation, I don't know. I didn't you know i don't get i just saw i just read that there was a regulation that they can wear them before and after they can't have them in the car um but i don't understand why that isn't like you said an option if you want to bring on that extra weight a couple of pounds then so be it just weigh in with it we know what's in the car and you're going to be slower you know um yeah i mean there's got to be something i think something will come out of this um and i'll go on and quote esteban ocon and a couple of other guys but ocon was quoted even saying I was throwing up on lap 15 to 16 for two like two laps I think that was his quotes uh he was actually throwing up in the car how do you think um, that you either know
2: or you don't
3: yeah I think he was saying he was throwing up for two laps like he wasn't just throwing up a little bit like it was for like for two straight laps he was throwing up that was lap 15 of 16. okay that's 57 lap race and he finished that bad boy so I gotta give him props but everybody was heated um Hope he
2: doesn't wear that helmet again.
3: Yeah, right? No joke. You know, Max and Oscar uh, and Norris were talking about the heat in the post-race room after the race. Um, They were the three that stood on the podium. Uh, McLaren's hand over fist, everybody else. Of course, Max on another level, as usual. Um, He's still had his performance and I don't think he's going to slow down any. I think that's what he showed us. He won the championship on Saturday and on Sunday he dominates again. I think we're going to keep seeing that throughout this year. But they were even talking about it in the post-race room how the the you know heat was just just crazy out there. Um Norris actually looked like he was doing better than Max and Oscar. I'm not going to lie. Like Norris must be doing some workouts or something cuz dude was just chilling in a chair. The other two were laying on the floor looking like they were about to pass out. Um but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the weekend. The heat was the biggest deal. Uh, I think I think somebody said that I saw uh, Stroll was parked next to an ambulance, like he just pulled straight up to an ambulance during part four. Uh, Albon was struggling to get out of the car. I noticed they showed Sergeant for a little bit before the team blocked him off where nobody could see him. He was actually like hanging over the halo. It's like he couldn't officially get out of the car itself. So um, heat was a big one. Pirelli was a big one, and Max—the biggest thing—is Max Clinch's third straight title. Dude's dominant. He's got five races left just to mess around. What a monster, dude! Do we? Can we talk about the the heat quickly? Yeah. Do you, what, what's your guys' take on the
1: heat? I'm curious because a <laughs> lot of people were like all over the map with it. Like I saw some people who are very sympathetic and was like, you know, we shouldn't be racing guitar in these conditions. Blah blah blah. And then I saw a lot of people who were like. Oh, these are top level athletes. Like they should be able to withstand this. Like you know, figured out.
2: On that, I was gonna go on that same note as saying, do we think because of this that we should be double thinking racing Qatar? Um,
0: and we're just racing Qatar because of stupid money reasons, anyway. Yeah, well,
1: we all yeah. know that Qatar sucks. Let's be honest. Qatar's Qatar's pretty shit track, but aside, let's put that aside. <laughs> Bias is aside. <laughs> and we, do we think the heat has anything yeah, to do with it?
2: My opinion is going back to what we just touched on is heat exhaustion is a real thing. I don't care if you're a form performing athlete. Like they're not allowed to have any core cooling devices in their car to keep their cores cool. And if you lose your core temperature as a human, you're, you're fucked. Sorry for the language, but you're fucked. If you lose your core, No, you are. And that's what's happening to these guys. And I think formula one should be like, If you want to run this, you are allowed to put an ice bag in your suit or wear an ice vest, or if you want to run water pump through a freaking cool short shirt, you can run that. It's extra weight, but weigh in with it, and we'll let you run it.
3: I would say so, and I I mean, you almost got to put this on F1, right? Um, If you're going to have them racing there, there's a little bit of money tied up in people like, uh, I don't know, named Max Verstappen right now. You, you might not want to go and have him have he, a stroke where he can't be in a race car anymore because his body's been <laughs> too overheated. Like, let's not go that far. But these guys were getting out, man. And every one of them was looking at each other like, we just did something that we're, you know, not going to forget. Like, that was, you know, Max said it was top five hardest race. Uh, I heard another racer, I can't really think about who it was, but they said it was the worst race you know the hardest race a lot not of the worst of saying the that. hardest race of their career um and it's just it's it's frustrating um i was most frustrated uh by and for both at the same time uh sergeant you know just fighting for a spot yeah. and then something like this comes up um it's just frustrating you know I'm, I'm frustrated that he quit because i'm just one of those guys that i just die in that car if it's up to me staying in that car yeah uh, you're gonna have to pull me out of this thing, dude. I'm finishing this race, even if I pass out and run off the side of the road, um, you know, off into the gravel trap, and then you find me. But I'm not getting out of this car right now because it may be the, you know, one of the deciding factors for my future. Um, so in saying that, I think he was the the worst one. Uh, because once he got out, you could tell the dude was he was hurt. The thing I go on with that is I I agree with you, Levi. Um, but
2: also at the same time as a driver being in a car, you I've had heat exhaustion in a race car. You start like forgetting what turn you're going into. Like you're like, Oh shit. Where am I I am on the track and stuff. And it's not only you that you're putting in danger at that point. It's other cars on the track.
3: Yeah. But Logan wasn't putting anybody on the track. He was back there by himself like usual. If anything, he was being super dangerous, like (laughs) trying to get out of the way. That was one of the things. Because so during qualifying, and if you don't know, if you're if you listen to this and everything, Formula One, you know, it's a little different. It's an open qualifying session. So when you're somebody's on a hot lap, you get off the track. So that's all he had to do is kind of like slow down in the in the off apex and offline and let everybody go on around and then go on to the pits. The dude literally stopped in the middle of the track during a race at one point. And let like two more guys zoom by him. And I'm like, dude, you got to keep a minimum speed or you're more dangerous than being out there trying to go full speed. But uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. I saw uh, one of them where Russell had his hands up above the steering wheel out in front of the halo, like going down the straightaway, trying to get just any kind. of. I figure he's trying to shoot it down through his gloves or something onto his. um, There was a couple of guys that were pulling up their visors, especially in the pits. But they were some of them doing it down the front straight to just try to get some air. And I don't think I see that much uh, in F1 during the races. So, anyways.
2: Who's that, Sanchi? So, going back to, like, the weight and the ice pack, we saw IndyCar this year mandate at Nashville the air scoop coming into their um, cockpit that all teams had to do it because they knew the engineers wouldn't allow it. Do we think Formula One should mandate that they allow... That all drivers have to wear an ice vest, and the engineers can't. There's nothing the teams can say about it.
3: You have to wear this ice vest. Uh, I think it's a race to race. I mean, this is the first time I remember us having this issue for a while. I don't ever remember it being this bad. Well, I'm saying um, for, like, so I think it's a one off. Yeah,
2: but, but IndyCar does it like if the temperature and humidity is above this temperature, this is mandated. If it's not, then you get the yeah. choice.
3: So Formula One, if F1's a one off, though, F1's a one off, they always have been. Um, And for something like that, I think, like you said, yes, it probably will have to be mandated. But at the same time, I don't think they would. I think they would say, "Okay, you can do it. And the engineers are going to look at the drivers and drivers are going to look at the engineers and go, no, it's a heavier car. We're not doing it. And they'll jump in there, you know, without the without the cold seats on just for performance. It's a crazy, crazy difference than any other motorsport. They just—they don't care about safety. It's whatever's fastest, and whatever F one will let us get away with. So it takes with a guy having a heat fastest.
2: stroke in the middle of a race to change something. Yeah, I,
3: I know, and we've had that because I mean, I think that Logan was pretty close to it. But yeah, I think it'll—it'll it'll have to be something like that. I mean, they always have been too, even with safety. Man, they were always post everything over the years and over the past. They don't—they don't usually get out in front of something. They have something in place because something bad happened, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we see from F1, unfortunately. And I'm not saying I agree with that, but hey. But that's why I like it. It's crazy as hell.
2: I don't even think people would realize that they even did it. Like, it'd be so much behind the scenes that, oh, we're just forcing these guys to wear an ice pack around their chest. You know?
3: Oh, somebody like Horner would come out and be like, oh, it's just a performance. Toto would be like, they're just trying to slow down the Mercedes. Yeah, but the
2: fans, we wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't see it
3: personally during the race. It would just be
2: them bitching about it.
3: Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. But we'll have to see. Like I said, hopefully we won't have to worry about that again this year. They've got a whole offseason to worry about that. we got five races left. Um, it's just kind of crazy to say that you know this isn't the last time that somebody's clinched this. It just seems like he's been more dominant. I don't know. Now, I think yeah, he's been more dominant than anything that I can remember in my time. Um, watching F1 and stuff. Uh, Max has had a hell of a year and good on him and good on that team. Clinched the... Uh, Manufacturers Championship one race weekend. The very next time we go racing, he clinches. It's a really good time to be a Red Bull fan if you are. Uh, crazy dominant. I got two uh, more next years. Race course, yeah. Next race coming back to United States Grand Prix down at uh, good old COTA, Austin, Texas. Hopefully, my boy Danny Rick will be back. Unfortunately, that means Lawson won't be there, and he's been shining. He's been looking good. Uh, but uh, October twenty second. So it looks like we got a few weekends before that one pops off but uh yeah it's gonna be a good one um i like coda coda's kind of a rough track it didn't really come off i don't think as well as everybody's liked over the years but i do like it because i've been to it okay that's why i like it i'll let yeah baby texas yep texas we're back in texas baby going in that american Uh, run yes uh, sir the asses yeah gotta go the ass has got that american flag up all over there Turn one, baby. Red McCombs. Who, who do corner. we have at the concert? That's more important. Who's The again? Killers and Queen. But there you go. With Adam Lambert. At, don't forget yeah, that part. Don't forget. That's the important stuff that we care about. But yes, uh, as far as I know, that's that will probably wrap it up. Um We should uh we should bring a guest on next week.
0: Yeah, we should. We need another guest. It's been a soon. while.
2: Even if it's James East again. Dude's a beauty. TGS. TGS Super Speedway Shootout, Talladega, officially Talladega, November eighth. Mark it on your calendars. So you're gonna get your cheese clap again by me. Just saying. There
3: it be. There it be. My boy Dave. My boy Dave led some laps, bro. He was up there, bro. I did, and then no. All right, let me tell you my story. So I
0: I led a bunch of laps, and then there was this guy. I don't remember his name, but that's probably for the best. That was, like, obviously talented and experienced and was pushing me during practice. And then during the race was, like,
3: you know, helping pushing me you. out. Yeah, doing good. I, guess, like, I think his last name was Locke, was it
0: not? I, I don't remember, but it was good. You so,
3: could tell he knew what he's doing, for sure. So we,
0: we green-white checker. I have enough gas in the car. I'm starting P5 on the outside lane. So we come around turn... One and two onto the back straight at Daytona. I'm about halfway down the back straight and this guy's pushing me hard and I'm like, fuck it. Let's go three wide. Like this guy's going to push me all the way to the lead and like he's been helping me a whole race. So I pop out three wide and bro, and he gave me like the universal signal of like, let's go three wide. Like he dipped out to the outside and I was like, all right, let's go. I jumped outside and he abandoned my ass, dude. I went from fifth to
3: eleventh and then crashed. I think I finished <laughs> worst part of this is he goes, I'm going three wide because I was kind of helping him on the radio, you know, trying to kind of get him more what's going on everywhere. He's like, I'm going three wide. I think this guy's gonna go with me. I was on the bottom. I literally let off the gas and went third lane because I was like, He's gonna dump him, he's gonna leave him. I'm gonna go up there and save this dude. And I just couldn't get enough momentum to get up there. And he's like Oh my god, he left me. No, <laughs> I was like, I'm coming,
1: I'm a, but we're not gonna make it.
0: I'm a road racer, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, it was, it was, it was bad because I really, man, Dave was doing a hell of a dude, job. I think though. I,
0: I think I led like
3: 15 laps. I was yeah, he was by himself up there because I decided shit was bad. These, these, these lines were snaking. Norman can tell no. you it was bad, I was bad. Race. I it was had a bad. bad race,
2: too, too. But, um, I did lead the first lap, yeah, thanks to Levi you yeah, did not push me to the lead in the he first did.
3: line, dude. I did. I did. Yeah, I've, I've qualified for once. So I was outside, pole got fell back a little bit. Norman got in front, pushed him out. I, I saw you uh, falling back, and salty. I was like, dude, a I'm left. sorry, Levi, <laughs> but
2: it's opening, and I know you'll push me. So I'm coming. No, up. no, no,
3: <laughs> dude. The rules here with me, ever if you're in front of me and you're at a super speedway and we're on the outside, and if you can take the bottom lane and that's what you want, you better do it because I suck at pushing. So you, that was it. That's all you're getting from me. You better well, no, take I, it. Um, I,
2: I jumped up in front of you. I was like, dude, I feel like an yeah, asshole. He started yeah. outside fucking pole. Levi's like, yeah. I don't know. Did you? Dude, I got a shit I, start. I don't know what happened, but I got a real yeah, shit start. That was third row. So yeah. first, yeah, second. I fell back. I fell and then back. I, was, I got into third, and I was like, I'm going to jump up and try to help you. At least you can push. Yeah. And you pushed me all the way down that back stretch. We got a massive run. And you got me to the lead, but and then I had I was then all hell brothers. Why the hell did they go three wide coming to pit stops?
3: That's what they do, bro. I don't know. I just got eaten up. It was (laughs) was come on out, Team Goon Squad. Come on out and check it out. Go to their website and all that good stuff. My parents uh, were watching. My
0: dad texted me like, what the fuck was that? Your dad's like you I, fucking disappointed. Sung, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, dad, I'm so sorry.
3: Like, holy shit. Oh, my God. I'm embarrassed. Hey, like I told Dave, he learned a crap load that race. I did. It so. was awesome.
0: I can't wait dude, for the next one. Worth 15 bucks just for the experience. I'm, for I, sure. I,
3: I do have to
2: apologize to both of y'all. Y'all came to pit road. And I didn't realize, like, I wasn't paying attention to things. I came into pit road, had all four tires
3: checked, full tank of gas. I was like, fuck. Called it. <laughs> Called it. I come out of pit road, and I go, Norman's not with us, and I promise you, you forgot to click his tires God off. damn it. <laughs> and Dave goes, it's all right, we can do this. And I'm we thinking, yeah, we can't. And I was like, yeah, we can.
2: I was so, I was like, because we, I saw what had happened. I mean, we just, we lined up, and I don't know if you told Dave to jump up.
3: I did, because we were coming yeah. way too fast. And he jumps up yeah. and
2: then ducks yeah. in behind us, and we are I, I was like, I'm not letting off Levi's ass. I'm like, I'm pushing him all the way. Yep. He says, we're pitting this lap. And I was just so focused on trying to hit my marks that I didn't realize we were going to have to pit again. I calculated like oh, yeah. 10 laps less than what we had to run. I don't know why. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're yeah. good to go. I'm i am just going to save a little bit of fuel for green and white checkers, and then I'm going to push at the end. I'm so lucky to be in this fucking race. I'm I'm so sorry, guys, because if we could have come out three in a line, I think we would have had something. I know. I know.
3: Well, I think we could have caught the pack for sure, but the bad thing was something happened with the trucks. He couldn't push me. He couldn't ever get to my back bumper, and I was trying to come back to him by dragging the brake a little bit. It just wasn't working out, so I was like, maybe it's the Toyota and the Chevy when they're light on gas or something, you know, trade spots, and then I, I, I think I tapped you, like, what, once or twice? I just couldn't get to your bumper for some reason once we lost the draft of the pack, so... Anyways, lesson learned, right. lesson learned. We, we got fun. the late That's course fun. caution and come we out got and, come out the, out and the reset and yeah, it didn't work out for me either. Yep. If you're into iRacing, if you're into iRacing, get in there. If you're not, get into iRacing and then go find Teen Goon Squad. Um, if nothing else, watch their uh YouTube. It's crazy. They've got races on almost every night, if not every night. So um, go to their website, though, and get into these races because the more people's in there, the more winnings they get. And I'm going to win one of these damn things. OK, so help me out. By paying me more by you being there. Okay. Oh. And you might win. Yeah. And
2: reference the podcast as how you heard about him.
3: Yeah. In fact, I think we need to go find the Mr. John Wood or whoever won and probably have him on as a guest next week because uh, that's kind of what uh, that'd be a good idea. We have to look into that. Maybe have a little snippet or Why'd something. Why'd you abandon can...
0: me, bro? <laughs>
3: yeah. Right. Tell that guy, hey, fellow. He ended up getting second.
0: He knew he had a plan the whole time. He was like, Just I'm go dump his this, ass next time. I'm gonna let this fucking guy get out of my way and abandon him. and So, podium. Where, where did y'all, fi- Levi and
2: Dave, where did y'all finish?
0: I don't know. Like I 16th. I watched you go across the line before me, Norman. I was like in the grass backwards. Like, oh, there goes Norman. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I, I finished. You should have heard Dave afterwards. I was trying to be like a post race like debrief. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fucking go. I'm going to go. I, go. <laughs> I got to do some stuff. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Well, I got the app. Talk to you later. I was I was, I was right, just happy <laughs> yeah.
2: that I got a top 10 because it was. Dude, it was miserable. I fucking.
3: It was. You were front, back, back, front. It was a crazy I, day for you. Well, the
2: first wreck I got involved with on the three wide, and I didn't know what the fuck had happened. Like. All of a sudden it was like every car around me just turned into me and hit me. And it was net code. And then I was damaged and I had fixed some of it, but I wasn't trying to use a fast repair. And some guy behind me was trying to like go. And I was like, I'm just I just jumped up to try to stay in a draft and hold momentum. And he's trying to push me. And I'm not, I'm not able to really hold a line. I'm trying to follow the guys in front of me because I gotta stay in the draft. And then I dump myself across his bumper because he tries to force it three wide again on me because I'm not holding a line. I'm like, dude, it's just not my day. I just, I, I just like, I just need to pack it up and go home. But I'm like, I'm finishing the screw thing. I'm gonna take my fast repair. I'm gonna take care of my car, and then I screwed it up in pits. Yeah.
3: It, Still great race, great great deal put on by Team Goon Squad. Yeah. So check out. Yeah, we're items. happy to be there. We'll be there on um, the eighth. Thanks again. Yeah, the 8th. Um, no. what, September no, 8th? November 8th. Oh, November Talladega.
2: 8th. That's what I meant. I was gonna 8th, say 8th, we're in 8th. October. <laughs>
3: yeah, there's there not there's not one before no, then. Um
2: I think we're looking, November I think right the now one? they're talking about every month doing one. So it'll be November Sweet. 8th, um, Talladega. So three wi- so four wide as possible. I have been in a I have been in a Talladega race that has gone five wide It ended really bad but that was because the guy in the freaking middle doesn't run a spotter and didn't know that we were five wide and took the whole freaking line out
3: tune in for that Um, but yeah I think that does it for lap 38 Uh, thanks for tuning in boys and girls out there in la la land don't forget join our discord of uh, all that good stuff. Anybody else got anything to add or is that
0: about it? We out. I'm good, man. Yeah, good episode, everyone. Ford
1: sucks and so does Norman. See you guys next week. <laughs> um, every time.